The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We are back at the Stollery. It is the 20th anniversary of the Chorus Radiothon. Morley Scott along with uh, Andrew Gross. We did it. What did I say? Was it It was uh, 256. I said we need eight more and uh, for the power hour last uh, hour. And we got it. There's so some applause coming from the people on the phones behind us. Uh, we got the eight we needed in that four-minute span uh, since we last talked. So that is great. Thank you. But you're not done yet. No, you're we're not. not done yet. You've got to keep phoning. If you haven't, now's your cue. 780-407-KIDS 1-866-407-KIDS You can go online as well uh, at stollerykids.com You bet you can and uh, right now we're joined by a panel of guests and this is going to be I'll caution you right now an incredible story. We have uh, Martin Schuldice, the Vice President, Schulthaus, sorry, Martin, uh, Vice President of Marketing and Communications here at the Stollery, as well as Tyler and Chelsea, whose young daughter, Evelina, is uh, a patient here. I welcome all of you. Thank you so much for doing this. Thanks uh, for having us. Thank you. Well, you know, it's our honor, honestly. Tyler, Chelsea, whoever would like to take this, your story is incredible from the perspective you have a five-month-old child yeah was evelina born here she was born at the royal alex okay she was born five months ago at the royal alex yeah. and she has never gone home no no not yet take a second with that everybody she has never slept at home so tell me why that is uh, well, our daughter is born uh, at 35 weeks, so she was five weeks early. Um, she was born with Bacterial Association, uh, which I believe one in every 40,000 babies are born with it. Um, it's very rare. Uh, so out of that, um, there's a bunch of different kinds of symptoms, but she's had, short story, uh, about five surgeries so far. She's rocked all of them. Five <laughs> surgeries for what? Um, she started off with her uh, TEF surgery. So it's a tracheal esophageal fistula. So basically her trachea and her esophagus weren't attached and they had to do a surgery to attach it to her stomach instead. So that was the first surgery she had. Um, she also had heart surgery. Uh, she had, I think, three VSDs, is that correct? She had two holes in her heart. So yeah. one was a VSD and then I think the other was an ASD. So it's just two, just locations where the holes are in the heart. Yeah. And then uh, they got those patched up and she was up in the PCICU, which is basically like the Ritz of yeah. Stollery right now. So it's super so nice. awesome. Did you yeah. say the Ritz? The Ritz, yeah. yeah. The yeah. Ritz. Nice. Wow. It's like a hotel. It's super nice. And all those surgeries were performed at the Stollery? Yes, yeah. correct. All right. So how long was she at the first hospital before she was transported to the Stollery? Three hours. Three hours. Yeah. Three hours. Yeah. And then she came here. She's been here ever since. Wow. And, and she hasn't slept in her home yet, which I'm going to guess mom and dad haven't slept much at home either in the last five months, uh, right? <laughs> we try to sleep at home just because we have pets. But, yeah. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of sleepless nights just because of, you know, like stress and, and just trying to take care of her the best we can. Because, I mean, outside of us, I mean, the nurses, RTs or respiratory therapists, uh, everybody, even social workers have just been top notch with like making sure that we have the best care. Evelina has the best care. You know, we've never ever been stressed that she's not going to get through a night just, without Just to put this in perspective. Yeah. This is also your only child. Yes. Yeah. So for you, this is what parenting looks like. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know how crazy that is, right? Just a little bit. Yeah. Did you know going through the pregnancy that there was going to be an issue? No, not at all. The only thing we knew about was her hemivertebrae. That was about it. Uh, she had like uh, one... Uh, 
umbilical artery, which like most babies have two. Um, she had one, and she had extra amniotic fluid, but that was about it. So everything else came as a surprise afterwards. Yeah, so hours before she was born, they told us she'll have the potential for that TEF repair that Chelsea was talking about. And then after that, we just kept getting more and more and more because when we first showed up they're like oh this could be four weeks and then they kind of diagnosed her and they went actually she also has all these things and we're gonna have to do this slow marathon of procedures and stuff to to take care of her so wow you you talked about being in the ritz let's uh bring <laughs> martin into this now tell me about the ritz martin <laughs> yeah actually i love that description uh, this is uh the pcicu is actually really really amazing uh the foundation helped through events like radiothon to invest uh, 3.1 million into the new pediatric cardiac intensive care unit which only opened about a year and a half ago if that um and it really is the ritz carlton for parents that are that are going through what shall and Tyler are going through simply because uh, it's got the most up-to-date equipment, modern equipment. Uh, parents are now for the first time allowed to, or not allowed, but have the ability to sleep in the same room. So we made sure there's beds in there where parents can stay by their child uh, as long as they need to, as long as they want to. Uh, the equipment is top-notch. It really is. Uh, the, the, the equipment moves around the kid. It's, yeah. it's, it's designed to be very much where if teams have to come in because cardiac is obviously very serious, they can react right there. They can perform surgeries in the PCICU. They don't need to transport the child. So all of that was taken into account. We actually have parents, a parent council here at the Stollery that helps in the design of the spaces. So we bring parents in that have gone through this before to help recommend what kind of furniture should be in there, what the room should look like in terms of comfort, in terms of um, uh, amenities those types of things so it really is a, a great facility i i know there's nothing like it in edmonton is no. there anything like it in western canada uh, i would say no just because it's so new i would say it's probably uh, the best one that exists in western canada you know i have to ask because you talked about the equipment just a moment ago yeah. you two referred to it as the ritz yeah. Um, yeah. but let's talk about the the doctors and nurses and sure. the people that you attract to the stallery because oftentimes when we're talking about raising money for any kind of medical facility somebody will say it nobody has said it yet yeah. Well, wait a minute. Why isn't the government paying for this? And why do we have to raise money privately in order to do this? And I, I wonder what your answer to that is. And I would assume the answer runs along the lines of you can either have a hospital or you can have a stallery. It's very much along those lines, and I talk about this often. So the best way I can say it is that the government funds the hospital uh, to a very, very high standard. But where the foundation comes in is we have the ability to raise funds in addition to that through the generosity of Albertans and Western Canadians to make the hospital world-class. When you have a world-class facility like the Stollery that really is the best in Western Canada, bar none, and top three in Canada when it comes to children's hospitals, by doing that, you're able to attract people that could work anywhere in the world. And you're able to bring that critical mass of expertise to Edmonton. And to keep them here, you need to invest in places like the PCICU and the equipment and the training and the programs that all go into that. Otherwise, those type of expertise eventually will right. move out. And th I guess right? that's where I wanted to make the connection, yeah. right? Because you, you have Tyler and Chelsea who are so fortunate to live near the stallery. And when they needed the stallery, the stallery was there. But long before 
uh, Evelina was born, the work was done to make sure that a facility like the Stollery was here. Right. And that's the connect, right? Because yeah. it's not just about attracting patients, it's about attracting medical personnel and those leading edge type doctors who can take care of a situation like Sam. Yeah, we get doctors from South Africa, from Australia, from all over Europe that come here that really are so subspecialized. They are one of a handful that can do that can do what they do. And to be able to say that and to be able to invest in that type of care, I think really speaks to the fact that that uh, uh, Albertans really understand how vital this hospital is. And unfortunately, the story that Tyler and Chelsea just shared isn't that uncommon, right? You get 500 patients uh, every year that come through the PCICU. Uh, Two thirds of those are from outside Edmonton. And, you know, luckily enough, we, we had the pleasure of meeting just before the interview. And, and Tyler said to me that, you know, he's from Edmonton. He's always known about the Stollery. But uh, being a first-time dad, I think you really, I think both of them really understand just how special this hospital is now being immersed in it. That must be kind of interesting for you guys because what he just talked about, like there's a parent council deciding on how furniture should be set up, what color it should be, how they were planning for you and your family to come in here before you even knew you were pregnant probably. Yeah. And and then you need them and everything's there waiting for you. Yeah, it's, it's, it was pretty crazy, I guess. Because like, uh, even like what you were talking about for talents, like having the, some of the best, some of the best uh, surgeons, um, like we, I'm not going to steal someone else's story, but no, I just, there was another parent we met yeah, in the NIC. <laughs> well, we met, we met another set of parents that had a little baby that was very premature, one pound, six ounces, like super tiny. And they did heart surgery on that baby. Baby's fine and healthy and is back uh, down in Calgary NICU. And um, when we found out the same surgeon was working on our baby, yeah. we weren't even stressed. Like we did, we were just like, well, yeah. She's like four times the size, whatever. Like it's no big deal. Yeah. So that baby like hits our heart was the size of a loony. So yeah. you know, like we had total confidence when we found that out. So you know, let's wow. talk about that for a second because that's an interesting thing. It, what you're basically describing is a community. So you have yourselves, you have other parents, yeah. uh, you have the staff. Is that I, I, I've put words in your mouth already, <laughs> but is that how it feels to you, like a community here? It definitely yeah. does. Yeah, a hundred percent. I've uh, I think we've met easily dozens of parents if not more um, just seeing hearing their stories and getting to know each other because you almost speak the same lingo even though you're going through different things you still understand each other for like what you're going through right because sometimes when you talk to like a, a friend or family member that hasn't seen or experienced it they're like oh that's so overwhelming but then you have someone else who's gone through that same path and they're like oh yeah we're, we're two steps ahead of you. Oh, yeah, we're going through something similar. You're, you're fine. Yeah, we take care of it. I totally get what you're saying. You yeah. know, when you think about, you know, minor aches and pains and you're sitting around, uh, you know, uh, the emergency room and you kind of look at everybody in the chairs, you kind of figure, oh, yeah, we can put a baseball team together with all the <laughs> twisted ankles that we have exactly. here, right? So that's that, like, to the 10th power, I would mm-hmm. imagine. 100%. And what are the staff like? I mean, they're so, you know, we hear about how well-trained they are and how, you know, these are the top people in their field, does it feel like that when you're talking to them or does it feel like you're talking to somebody who's, I don't want to say dummying it down because all of you parents become specialists by the time you leave here. Like your knowledge of yeah. a specific disease is incredible or a specific ailment. Sure. I feel like it's really personalized to each person and what you're comfortable with. Because I know for my child, like for my husband Tyler, like he is all about details. He's an engineer. So <laughs> he just wants the details straight. Whereas for me, like I just want 
want it simplified in the lamest terms so that I can understand it. So um, I feel like they do very well at like, communicating to both of us that way. Tell me about your daughter. She's Let's... adorable. <laughs> I'll see how... How is it? How is your relationship with her being in this situation? How difficult is that? Um, I don't really see it as being difficult. It's just different, I feel like. It took about, I think, two weeks for me to hold her for the first time. Um, and that was guided by a nurse because she found out that yeah. <laughs> Chelsea wasn't, wasn't holding her. And for lack of a better term, she kind of snapped and went, no, this is unacceptable. And she went out of her way, and it was probably the most endearing thing we saw because yeah. she grabbed chairs she got every all these people to help Chelsea Holder yes. and um, yeah it was just awesome I think it took us uh, four months for us to kiss her for the first time yeah just because of health and all that stuff right yeah Th that story you say that tells you how they're not only looking after the kids but they're looking after the parents oh too, yeah right? they 100 yeah. I've never seen so much care uh, that I've seen since I've been here for like just how much people actually take not I mean I guess it's their job but they take being a nurse very seriously for everybody because they know it's not just a patient it's a kid who needs their family and they want to make sure that that kid gets that love from their family well you know cherish those moments exactly. and uh, grab those opportunities to kiss and hug because when she turns 12 she'll have no part of it <laughs> she just wants money then <laughs> yeah uh, so what uh, what's the future like uh, for your family then when can uh, she go home we're thinking realistically March there's no date set in stone yet but we're thinking March is looking pretty realistic for our family and then will there be ongoing care required yeah. or yep. For how long? Uh, I'm asking the questions I'm sure you've already asked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's probably. probably upwards of a year or longer. Yeah. It really depends on her. Yeah. And you know, lost. it's funny because this will not even be a memory for her. No. She no. won't even remember this. <laughs> no. You, you, you know, she'll never know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm thinking, I, I can't help but talk to parents and think like a parent. Like, I'm just thinking about, okay, so you've gone through all of this and she'll not know single thing. Happened. She'll just have a couple well, scars that she won't she, know about. Yeah. <laughs> she has another thing called treasure beads, which are really cool. Um, so each bead that we have represents a different surgery or procedure, um, medication that she had. So we, at least we have that to tell her story. So it's and pretty cool. That basically goes across the room that she's in right now. It's huge. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> if I could like add something quickly to that. Absolutely. Uh, the very, very interesting thing is when Evelina um, graduates from the PCICU, and eventually you'll have to bring her back right for follow-ups that whole facility is new in the last two and a half years as well so the foundation really has invested in making sure that the critical care pieces of the hospital the operative rooms the ambulatory services the outpatient clinics and the pediatric cardiac intensive care units and now the now the pediatric intensive care units all of those are being upgraded or have been upgraded due to the funds raised through events like yeah, I was going to say that so, all ties back to what we've been so, yeah, doing so the you last guys two days. are you know in terms of becoming parents for the first time with you know with a beautiful little girl who's got some complications you really couldn't be at a better facility at a better time because all of that is is world class stuff so incredible Tyler, stuff. you said you didn't want to steal anybody's story you don't have to man you've got a great yeah. story <laughs> it sounds like a wonderful family and yeah, uh, we certainly wish you all the best yeah, thank, and thank you. you so much thanks for sharing with us we sure yeah. do Tyler Chelsea uh, we didn't get to meet Evelina although I would love to and Martin <laughs> Appreciate your time this afternoon. Thanks, guys. Uh, if you want to be part of making a story like this possible, this is what we need you to do. We need you to go online at stollerykids.com. Um, we would love to.
love it if you would become a monthly donor. It's cost $20. Morley and I are already, have been for six years now. We'd love for you to join us. You can also call uh, 780-407-KIDS. That's uh, 407-5437. And out of town, it's 1-866-407-KIDS. 1-866-407-KIDS. Uh, online, stollerykids.com. Let's take our break. All right, welcome back to the 6.30 Chat Afternoon News. You know, Morley, we were saying earlier, and we've said it many times before, that it, you can't find an Edmontonian that doesn't nope. have a story about the stallery, something, someone in their lives. And uh, it's true on our texting line as well. Listen to this. Hey, Andrew and Morley, next month, my wife and I will be celebrating 18 years since the Stollery Hospital saved my four-and-a-half-month-old daughter's life. She was born with a rare genetic disorder uh, called... Icardi syndrome. I probably mispronounced that. She had such a severe seizure disorder at the time coming from the front right lobe of the brain that decision had to be made to have a front cortical resection performed to save her life. We as parents cannot stress enough how important it is to have this hospital and my 18-year-old daughter is here as proof of that. The Stollery is our family and extended families, charity of choice, and we ask that anyone who have children, please, please give because you never know. And that's from Chris and Edmonton. So you're asking yourself, well, Andrew, Morley, how do I give? Great question. What's the answer? It's funny you should ask because I have the answer for you right now. Text STOLLERY to 45678. You'll get a chance to donate 10 20 or $25. That's easy. 407-KIDS. 780-407-KIDS. Give us a call. 5437 is what KIDS works out to be. 1-866-407-KIDS if you're out of town. You can donate uh, by phoning in, and you can also become a monthly donor at that point. Uh, you can become a monthly donor as well by going to stollerykids.com. So it's real easy, several ways. You can go on your computer, you can go on your uh, your texting device, or you can <laughs> go on your rotary phone and call them if you want. We don't uh, care how you do we it. Will, uh, we'll Just accommodate do it. you anyway. And I look back, and you know what? I don't see anybody talking on the phones behind us, Andrew. Let's get them ringing while we so, take a break. So uh, we'll tell you the number again, 780-407-KIDS, 780-407-5437, 1-866-407. 7537 out of town. There you go. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.